0: Right, Welcome to It's a Podcast, season three, episode number 19. I'm your host,
1: Big Bet Brent, and with me, as always, is Mad Money Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, yo, Big Bet Brent. I'm doing good, my man. Hey, you know what? Santa only left me coal, but that's all right. I'm rising above, and I'm geared up for the end of the season, leading into the playoffs. Let's
0: go! Dude, there is not... Wow, you may have got a bunch of coal from Santa Claus, but like clearly somebody upstairs is looking after you, because TCU... Upset Michigan. Your <laughs> futures bet 18 to 1 is al- technically alive and well. Vegas isn't giving them much of a chance at like 13 point underdogs, but they made it to the championship game. They're going to be facing off versus UGA, who barely snuck out a one point victory over Ohio State. And uh, they came back from, they were down by quite a bit. But anyway, Mad Money Mike, you called TCU 18 to 1, bro. Props. You're good. I feel
1: pretty good about that. Now, as you know, the, the glory of hitting a big odds semifinal is that then you can hedge in the final you're essentially well in some circumstances you'd essentially be guaranteed 18 to 1 or 17 to 1 because you would just bet that amount of money on the other team and then regardless of the outcome you win that much money but as you just pointed out i don't have that luxury because Georgia's like minus 5 billion against tcu what am i supposed to do like i'm Hey, totally Hose, I have to bet the spread. I hate betting the spread. The spread's fixed. The spread's a joke. It's all a joke rigged league, dude. So a uh, little bit of sour grapes um, on how favored Georgia is. I'm not really sure what I'm exactly I'm going to do, but uh, loyal listeners, stay tuned. I'll keep you posted. Okay, so you're not sure. You're not sure what you're going to do? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk it out with you at some point, man. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think the spread opened at like thirteen and a
0: half. I haven't checked, but I heard it's down to like thirteen. That's just a lot of points. Too many. What is happening? Woof. Yeah, and yeah every, you're woof, absolutely
1: right. And everyone thought that Georgia was gonna absolutely cremate Ohio State. Oh, they're gonna beat them, you know, sixty to three, and it's like they they essentially lost the game. If it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't for <laughs> dude, I saw so many great memes, like even on like golf pages, like there were some golf pages that had the field goal video posted and it's like my wedge shot into the green <laughs> after i hit my best drive of the day <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like the worst like pew, just shank dude. it dude. not even a All real left oh only oh, 50 yards too. 50 yards like no 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 40 uh 40s it was in the 40s close to 50 but like 48 or something okay a makeable field goal. I just feel like there's a psychological component for a kicker. If the first number is a four, as opposed to the first number being a five, like you go out there knowing like, all right, in the it's in the forties. I'm a kicker. There wasn't mm. even a kick. It didn't even like, you know, of all of your training, of everything you've done since you were in little peewee football, just kicking a little mini size football, everything that's led you up to this point down the drain, you will not get an NFL contract. You won't get drafted. Mm. Every girl will hate you. Every guy will hate you. Like, put this kid on suicide watch because that is the worst thing that can happen to a person. Uh Anyways, getting back to the point, Georgia was supposed to cremate Ohio State, and they didn't. So what's happening with this TCU thing? Tough nuggies. Unbelievable college games, though, man. Back-to-back back for both of those semifinal games to go the way that they did. Two most exciting college football games in as long as I can remember. And put your tinfoil hats on. How
0: about the ending of that uh Georgia OSU game literally happening at the same time, the ball was dropping to ring in the new year. Like, that's crazy.
1: It allowed, there was like a six, there was like a seven to six second buffer. So it was like your eyes could turn away from the screen and your girlfriend and all of her little sequins and stuff could still smooch you. And so there weren't all of the divorces that I thought there might be, but they came close. I mean, you know, <laughs> all over the country, dude, dude's eyes are just glued. Ooh, you can't, you can't look away. I don't care how hot your girlfriend is. You have to see what happens to that kick. <laughs> oh man. Crazy. Crazy games and then, <clears throat> you
0: know, do your do your New Year's Eve your new, new Year's activities, get some sleep, wake up, boom, no rest for the weary. A full slate of NFL Sunday action which we're we're going to get to we do I do want to briefly start with Thursday night football. The Cowboys playing the Tennessee Titans it didn't mean anything for the Titans so they sat everybody. The only thing I wanted to mention was that Dak threw another two interceptions and he lost a fumble and with Tony Pollard out, Zeke although he has nine straight touchdowns in a, a touchdown in the past 9 games, he sucks. He went 19 for 37, he, under 2 yards per carry. Like I said, Dak's turnovers are a problem. This Vegas this is a simulation. We've been talking about it for many pods now. It hit on the number, the over under and the spread, but the Cowboys with another unimpressive win that I think is going to, these turnover issues are going to plague them and be their demise in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Well, certainly as they get deeper into the playoffs, it'll be fascinating to see who they get paired up. Now, one of those interceptions was straight in uh, Schultz's mm-hmm. red basket. So really, but the other one was like an absolutely egregious traditional turnover. So we'll just call it one interception. Um, But all around sloppy play, you know. To and and really going into uh, going into halftime, this game was super close against uh, a Titans team that was you know depleted and sitting in the whole nine yards. So not a great showing from Dallas. They probably were playing down a bit, knowing that Tennessee was sitting. It's hard to get up for a game in those circumstances. You certainly don't want to get injured right before the preseason. So guys are not you know don't exactly have the pedal to the metal. So lot to be said. Obviously I agree with you. And then of course, uh, you know, the uh the giant uh I don't know, insert derogatory fat statement. You know, coach over on the sideline is not gonna help him when it comes to the playoff. We obviously we've we've uh we've we've kicked uh, McCarthy around a whole bunch and he continues to be a liability. So we'll see. Buyer beware when it comes to the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, it's looking like they're gonna most likely be the fifth seed unless there's some crazy uh, things that happen in week 18. So they'll be facing off first the Bucks, which we're going to talk here in, about in a second. But I want to start the Sunday slate with the Browns and the Commanders. Ron Re- Rivera, Rivera, whatever his name is, he should be fired. They went with Carson Wentz and that was the wrong decision. I can't, but we talked about this. I can't believe they did it. They should have stayed with Heineke. He throws three interceptions. They lose to the Browns. Deshaun Watson sucks. Like Wentz is actually worse than Watson, um, but they lose 24 to 10 and they're out like they're literally out of the playoffs they don't have a chance they're out and it's all because of that bad coaching decision I think you got to fire a uh, riverboat Ron Mad Money
1: Mike what do you think it's so tough I mean he's he is so well loved by his players and you know despite being hamstrung by you know bad quarterback situation they made it you know, pretty deep into the season, still having a shot at the playoffs. Not pretty deep. They made it all the way at the end of the season, having a shot to the playoffs. But no matter how you slice it. Now, the one thing that we don't know is like how injured Heineke was. You know, he certainly wasn't at a full hundred percent. Okay,
0: is that true? I didn't even know he was injured. I thought just Wentz got back. He was healthy. And they're like, all right, Wentz, get back in there.
1: Well, I know. I think that that there I think what I'm saying is I think it was a little bit of both. You know, oh, okay. I, think, I think that if, I think that if Heineke hadn't, uh, hadn't had that, uh, that problem that, you know, if he had been in a true hundred percent, maybe it would have been a tougher decision or maybe they would have uh, brought him in at halftime or something. Because like you said, the playoffs are on the line. This is an elimination game for them. And then of course, the way that they allowed Amari Cooper to just burn them, or Amari Cooper only had three catches. One, two, three. Three catches, 105 yards and two touchdowns on one, two, three catches. You just simply can't let that happen. Well, probably, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, obviously, we're going to talk about uh, Panthers Bucks. The exact same thing happened to the Panthers with Mike Evans very few catches, burned every time. When you're in an elimination game, and you got a guy like that, you just simply can't let that guy get behind you. Whatever you have to do, you, you just have that defender. If you, you know, if you have to go bend, don't break, and give him the underneath balls, or he's he's popping off 12 yards at a time on you, but then you get down to a short end of the field, hold him to a field goal, whatever. But you can't get burned deep like that, and that does fall on the coaching, and that does fall on Ron. So that's the long way of saying, yes, fire him, can him, he's done. <laughs> uh, the
0: only way I would think about that is if Heineke had some massive injury that I just did uh, overlooked or something. But anyway, see you next year, Commanders. Um, better luck next time. All right, Saints-Eagles, Minshew getting the start for uh, Jalen Hurts, who is still out and may be out next week too. I guess, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. But Minshew got sacked like a gajillion times. The Saints handle the Eagles 20-10. to 10. If anything, in my mind, this is like more points um, for Hurts being the MVP. They're saying, oh, the Eagles, it's a system its a system offense. No, it's not. They were like 23 for 26 on fourth and ones with QB sneaks, and Minshew tried for one in this game and didn't get it. Um, clearly, they need Jalen Hurts. Um, I think there was like a, a pick six, Minshew. He's just not the same. Oh, yeah, it was Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore's first game back had a pick six of Minshew. Um, the Eagles didn't have any offense. They tried too much passing. They uh, they went away from their run game, even, uh, even though clearly Jalen Hurts is a huge part of that. But they've got like Boston Scott, um, Miles Sanders, and even a third running back. And they just, they abandoned it straight out the gate. They had like no time of possession. Um, so yeah, Saints win, but other things didn't go their way. So see you next year, Saints. They're out of the playoffs. And the Eagles, now they pretty much have to win this week 18 game, which we're going to talk about, to secure that bye. And there's real questions about, you know, does Jalen play or not? Are the Giants locked in at like the sixth seed? So are they going to be playing or sitting? So there's uh, still a lot up in the air. What are your thoughts on this one, Mike?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely tough to draw any conclusions from what happened with the Eagles. Basically, rolling over, and it's like, do what we don't have the inside information, you know, or were certain coaching decisions, were certain uh, you know player decisions made to preserve health etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, what I mean, we don't know, we don't have that information. So it's like, just on the very surface, you look at it, and you're like, wow, the Eagles lost 10 to 20. That should never happen. You know, just just because you're playing minnow shoe instead of, you know, squirts, like you should still be able to get it done against the Saints. And you, you know, you lose by double digits. But again, there's a lot going on that we don't know. Uh, so I don't know what the takeaway from this game is. Um, I do, I will say that, you know, with the Saints departing early, um the way that they kind of played down the stretch missing the playoffs If they can keep everybody healthy next week then they go into the offseason healthy I actually think the Saints could have a good year next year but anyways as far as the Eagles it's going to be fascinating to see man again we're going to have to keep your eyes on the headlines we don't know are they going to be playing starters are they going to give it all they have for that one seed and that bye? we don't have the inside information all we can do is try to uh, do some research but it is nice knowing that there's at least something on the line in week 18 um you know for our viewing pleasure
0: yeah, going back to the Saints. Man, I mean, Mike, have you heard the juicy gossip going around the league that Sean Payton is going to come back and be the head coach of the Saints
1: and Tom Brady is going to come play quarterback? Oh man, you must be you must be surfing Facebook again. <laughs> no, I know. It sounds like gossip to me, but I have no idea. I mean, if there if there's any merit to those rumors, that would be one of the coolest things ever. Um I seriously doubt the Tom Brady part, but who knows, man? What do I know? I don't know anything. I mean, I just I you got me a little amped up with that, man. I, I want, you know, pessimistic Mad Money might go straight to the no, that's fake, but I really hope that's true, man, because that would be electric. Dude, and
0: like you were just saying, like the Saints are essentially a quarterback away. I mean, they play good ball. Um, the Eagles are known for being, you know, a tough team, and the Saints really just ran the ball right down their throats. Um, sadly, there were a couple more injuries to the Eagles. Um, hopefully, they were minor. I guess we need to stay tuned for that. But, but yeah, anyway, I heard it from two different sources. Um, so there, you know, you know, you never know how, how it's going to shake out, but you know, a little, a uh, little optimism for the saints heading into an off season and, and a strong finish. So, all right, let's, uh, I guess talking about strong finishes or maybe the lack thereof the chiefs get another win over the Broncos, but they barely squeak it out. 27, 24, you know, when you, when we just talked about the Eagles losing to the saints, how in my mind, this is better for Hertz MVP, Mahomes is also not helping him, himself out. He had an interception. He did not play well. Like, he was not throwing dimes like he usually does. Um, and they, like I said, they barely squeak it out, so they've won like a gajillion straight. Um, they're in that con- contested uh, AFC conference where uh, fighting with uh, the Bills for that number one overall seed. So they got to keep winning. But man, Money Mike, the Chiefs not looking good. I'm not
1: impressed yeah and they've had a couple close ones coming down the stretch i mean this isn't uh, this isn't the only close game they had you know it's been uh it's been nip and tuck for the old chiefs coming down the stretch. I really think that they have a uh, a gear that they're not even putting the old car into yet though man i really you know i really think that they're a the kind of team that that does a one eighty i mean in like how much of a one eighty they have to do they it might be close games but they're still winning you know yeah. but uh but as far as full domination. I think that that uh, is absolutely where they will take it once we hit the playoffs. So, you know, I don't know. Say what you will. It's kind of the the final little, tiny little last leg of the regular season. Guys don't want to get injured, you know, and things of that nature. So, I don't. I'm not worried about the Chiefs. That's what I'm trying to say. They're going to crush it in the postseason. To me, they're Super Bowl favorites.
0: I agree. And in fact, I thought that we saw it differently. I thought you liked the Bills as the Super Bowl favorites. Um are you saying you like Bills as the uh, number two? I like them both. They're both the Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> Co favorites, that could be. They're probably, I mean, odds wise, it's it's one A one B. It's like plus three fifty, plus four hundred, I think. So okay. All right, Panthers, Bucks. Oh god, the Buccaneers, they're in the playoffs. Diva, Tom Brady. Did you see all this? Like he gets touched. Uh, by the Panthers lineman and like he falls over like slams the ground like punching his fist in the ground like oh that should have been a penalty and then uh, I forget what else happened he like he gets penalized for like a delay game after like spiking the ball after I think another sack I forget but anyway he's a diva the Panthers just a complete mess they were up 14 nothing they stopped running the ball they put too much on Sam Darnold who ended up with like four turnovers he had like He had like a pick and two fumbles, three or four turnovers. Not good. They never ran the ball. They just like Mike Evans. Yeah. Who's that again? Like, oh, is he that guy out there running way past all of us and just scoring touchdown after touchdown? Like 207 yards, three touchdowns. Tom Brady goes for 432 and he rushes one in and throws for three. The the Bucs, they finally win and they finally cover and they finally lock up the NFC South. But in my mind, this is more a referendum on Panthers. What the hell were
1: you doing? Dude, this is so, it's so difficult to continue to be a fan, just to watch, certainly a better when you see this kind of stuff going on, because it's like, Mike Evans burned them deep. That should have been it. After that, it's like, okay, we're just simply not going to allow that to happen again. We will not allow Mike Evans to burn us deep again. And they did. They did not make any adjustment whatsoever. They just let him burn them again and again. Um... And like you said, they have they have an incredible uh, uh, rushing game. And when you're up 14, nothing, that is the time to absolutely punish the other team with the running game. And like you don't even have to be afraid of a couple punts. You know what I mean? Like the point is, is you just keep pounding away, pounding away. You're punishing that defense, even if it leads to a couple punts that is going to pay dividends later in the game. They completely abandon the rush game. So that the combination of those two things right there, not making any defensive adjustment on um, covering Mike Evans and abandoning the rush game while you have the lead, it's not even realistic football, man. So uh, incredibly tough to watch, and uh, you know resulted in more of mad money, Mike's hard-earned cheddar just flowing straight into the gaping pockets of Big Bed Brent once again, dude. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, you know. yeah,
0: you, your Panthers' future. Um... Is it an official invite hey, to the I like party? I, sh-
1: I feel like I should at least get a tip of the cap, though, because I called this like four weeks ago and they were this close. They were a 14 nothing lead away from making it happen. And I called it like over a month ago. So I feel like I'm owed at least a tip of the cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely
0: give you a tip of the cap. Um, but I will not give a tip of the cap to the Panthers head coach. Um, we just talked about a slew of reasons why they completely blew this game. And also, I want to add one more to the list. It was, there's a minute left. They're down nine points. And they just decide, second and 10, they're just like, hey, let's just kick a field goal right now from, uh, what would that be like, from the 30-yard line. So they kick like a 44-yard field goal. Second and 10, like, you at least have to take two shots at the end zone to at least try and get the touchdown. Like, I, I will argue to i blue in the face. It takes like 10 seconds to run a play. You get the free shots. And then you kick the field goal on fourth down um i I think that was another bad call of of course it affected the spread as well so they they didn't cover either um they didn't get they they did get another chance but sam Darnold just they need another quarterback too so anyway bucks win the division and uh are gonna get crushed by the cow Uh, who even knows i think they're gonna end up playing the cowboys but i don't even know We'll, we'll talk about that one in a little bit but okay giants colts Nick Foles throws a pick six and then he gets injured. Giants win by a million, lock up a playoff spot. Dable <laughs> could be coach of the year. Ten to thirty-eight. Daniel Jones rushes for two touchdowns, ninety-one rush yards. Only 177 pass yards, which is great. My lock of the my lock of the week from episode one is most likely gonna cash. And uh the Giants did what the commanders
1: couldn't. Yeah, that's uh again it's a hard hard to take away anything from a game like oh you beat the colts like what what do you want you want like a little ovation like big deal you beat the colts i mean you know whatever they're going to the playoffs but dude how about that nick Foles injury man how about the guy doing the snow angels snow oh, ang- yeah. dude nick Foles is literally convulsing it's like the worst injury of the year and the guy's like doing snow angels literally eight inches away from him that was i mean obviously he didn't know but quite a scene uh hopefully nick Foles is all right man Hopefully, he just really never plays football. There's no reason for that guy to be playing football. He has yeah. to have enough money and opportunity to go do something in business. Like, what are you doing, dude? Out there on the field convulsing after playing like an absolute moop? Bro, you're in the <laughs> wrong business, Nick Foles. Well, that's
0: tough. Talk about kicking a man while he's down. Not only was that guy suburban right next to him, but Madman and Mike, you're piling on him the day <laughs> after he, uh, you know, <laughs> did he get taken off in a stretcher? I mean, it was pretty bad, wasn't it? I heard he got Bayflighted. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, of course, we wish the best for uh, for Nick Foles yes, um, and the Colts as well. But uh, moving on to another uh, poor coaching decision, bears lines. Matt Money Mike, Justin Fields got sacked a million times, and he got taken out of the game once for one of those sacks. Um, I don't think it was like a serious injury, but you were on this hot and heavy round. What are the Bears doing?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what I was thinking either. I mean, I actually took the Bears for a low amount of points and pick them just thinking like, If they're going to play Justin Fields, because, you know, we knew before game time, and this is what's upsetting is that, like, I was on Lions, but then, like, I'm reading, and it's like, we're going with Fields. Like, it's like, oh, wow, they're going with Fields. Like, they want this. He's not that far from the all-time rushing record, all-time single-season rushing record. I'm like, okay, they want this. It's kind of one of those things, you know, like a little pride thing. Like, let's get our guy the record. I thought they were really going to go for it. But then, after watching, like, not even halfway through the first quarter, I was like, Big, this is a big mistake, man. This is the future of their franchise, dude. And he is just so, he is just one second away from from Nick Foles territory, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and then, like you said, man, sure enough, after I told you that that was a possibility, it certainly became, uh, close to reality. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's seriously injured or whatever, but they took him out. Uh, I think he's probably, you know, banged up. If they play him next week, man, I don't, what do you, dude, like, I don't know. What do you even say to something like that? It's, uh, We've seen this a million times, man. Go back in time. Look at Robert Griffin, the turd, and uh, whoever <laughs> else, who? man. <laughs> was that, a, was that a, like a 40-slip, or was that just an excellent joke, dude? <laughs> one, of my, one of my like all-time favorite moments is I was at a Steelers game. I was at a Steelers game when they were playing the Redskins, and it was just like kind of like a right in-between play. Everybody was quiet. I had a good amount of booze in me. I just stand up and yell at the top of my lungs, look, look. It's Robert Griffin, with turd. And like everybody started laughing. I have no idea why. It's like not even that funny, but it was just quiet. It was like one of those moments of glory that I carry with me, man. Uh, but anyways, but that's what well, he's an example of quarterbacks we've seen where it's just like they're just one injury away from never, ever being able to compete at a high level again. So please, whoever absolute Muppets are in charge of the Bears franchise, if you know, you're out there listening, please sit Justin Fields next week. Uh, anyways kudos to the lions man they continue to impress every time i forget how good they are they remind me how good they are dude like the lions look good
0: yeah jared goff is playing really well i heard i heard a stat he has not turned the ball over in eight games and that's uh that surprised (laughs) the hell out of me because when i think jared goff i think turnover so they're protecting him he's protecting the football and now they've got a showdown with the packers in week 18 too Uh, they have to win versus the packers and then they need the seahawks to lose them to get into the playoffs so very much alive yeah. yeah yeah all right Dolphins Patriots Dolphins sadly without Tua and uh also they lose Teddy in this game <laughs> this is like the trifecta of like a not a good start to 2023 Teddy Bridgewater throws an interception that's mm, that's points against that's step one that's bad then it's an interception for a touchdown that's two and then three. The defender stiff arms Teddy Bridgewater while running into the end zone, and it's like a Mac Jones level stiff from like two game. You know when they played the Raiders, it was a bad stiff arm, like crumpled him to the ground. That's the third one, and then the fourth one, he got hurt on the play, dude. It's the, what was it? The quad trap? The quad effect?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, the quad right there, dude. That's uh, I mean, woof! Talk about a low light reel. Yeah, I don't, what a. Uh, uh,
0: the Dolphins were in this game, but then you know without Tua and then without Teddy, they just don't have enough. The Patriots get the win 23 to 21. Dolphins have lost five straight and are on the outside looking into the playoffs. The Patriots eight and eight control their own destiny. They do have a date with the Bills next week. So they technically control their destiny, but they're not in good shape. The Dolphins play the Jets. And if the Pats lose, then the Dolphins will get in if they win. And then if both of those teams lose and the Steelers beat the Browns, the Steelers will get in. And if hey, all you know. of those teams lose, then the Jags will get in. So a lot going on. Wait, the Jags? If the Jaguars lose to the Titans
1: and then Oh, oh yeah yeah. But everyone else loses, even though the Jags lost the Titans, they still get in. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so it is like bro, you just wild. blew my mind, man. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need like a Tylenol after that man. There's a lot on the line in week eighteen. <laughs> That's what we love to see. Yes. All right, well, anyway, yeah,
0: Patriots, Mac Jones turned it around. They're playing the Bills, so a, a step up in uh, in class, so we'll have to see how next week goes. All right. By the way, real game.
1: quick, hmm? just, just a quick note on the Dolphins. They will lose every one of their remaining games in this season. Just one more. No, there will be another one after that because they are going to make the playoffs, and then they will lose that also. If they lose week 18, they're out. They won't Wait, make the, the playoffs. The Dolphins. Oh, that's that. You know what's interesting is that you just said that. So okay. Well, yeah. So it doesn't matter. All right, then one more game. They only have one more loss to go. All right, moving on.
0: Yeah. All right. Afternoon slate. The Jets. They. Uh, Mike White was back, heading into the Seahawks, who are on a little bit of a slide. But man, Money Mike, this was your lock of the week, and you <laughs> nailed it.
1: Dude, I've had I've had some I've had some cruise control lock of the weeks this year, man, and this was one of them. Great Never-
0: catch. I I didn't like the bet. I I never, I never said anything, and I rooted for the Seahawks. But just to let you know, like I was riding with the Jets, I took them and picked them. I thought with Mike White coming back, there's like some sort of like spice, you know? He plays with swag. Uh, but no, no, man, the Seahawks they really turned it around. Uh, the Seahawks, like I said, still alive in the playoff race. They need the Panthers to lose, and the Seahawks must win in Week 18.
1: And the Jets are out. The Jets are done. See you next year. Need a QB. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You said it all, man. There's nothing else to say. You covered it. Seahawks, you know, uh, they've been playing some ball. It's an extremely difficult place to play uh, as far as like the Jets to go on the road, travel across the entire country with a banged up quarterback who had the hurt ribs uh, to go play, blah, blah, blah. You know, enough said, man. I don't know. Two middling teams. No. Well, they were two middling teams. Jets on a slide because of their quarterback situation. Seahawks hanging tough. Uh, the Lions looking good probably could be Green Bay just dude I love the I love the you know the this or that nature of week 18 dude I'm getting so pumped for it yeah I don't know how much to take away from this you know well one takeaway I have is I'm I'm impressed at Geno
0: Smith because the, the Jets are the real deal on defense important. Well, yeah. Tyler Lockett came back I think he played with like nine screws in his hand or something but um, you know, Geno Smith and, and that Seahawks offense put up 23 points against the Jets team that has a world-class defense. You know, they're just one quarterback away. So props to Geno and uh hopefully, well, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I just don't want to see the Packers in the playoffs, man. I'd rather see the Seahawks or uh the third team stuck in my mind right now, but um, yeah, not the Packers. It. Okay, yeah, the yeah. Lions. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the Lions or the Seahawks. Most likely the Lions. I think that's, that's a better story. I like Dan Campbell um oh, hey, hey, I mean,
1: game, just real quick you know what this game did I'll tell you what my takeaway is this resolidified solidified Geno Smith as offensive comeback player of the year done that's got to be like minus a thousand at this point
0: yeah I hadn't had a chance to check but I think you're absolutely right okay 49ers Raiders uh Derek Carr got benched for uh Jared Stidham and I think this had more so to do with like long-term risk of if Derek got injured then they'd have had to like fully guarantee and pay out his contract and Clearly, they're looking to split ways with him. I also just thought it was really funny how, like, back at the beginning of the year, Devontae Adams, when he got traded from the Packers, said, like, oh, going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, that take did not age well. But nevertheless, the Raiders were fighters. I mean, this game went into overtime. Um, Raiders were spicy. D. Adams had a great day. He was popping off the 49ers. Their defense was not uh, not impressive. Um, I don't know what happened with the Raiders playing today. but. Man money Mike, you jinxed uh, the the Forty Nines on the comeback trail too. You jinx them. You like your ability to like alter the outcome of games just simply based on like a, a text message or like a, a betting take. It's we're gonna have to figure out how to harness that in Vegas. I'm the anti-hero, the
1: dude. I am the anti hero, dude. I'm the RJL anti hero right here talking to him. <laughs> to <rename> the pod. <laughs> but uh yeah, Devontae Adams was an alien. Um The
0: 49ers missed the 41-yard field goal as time expired to take it into overtime. The Raiders get the toss, but then Stidham finally, midnight strikes. The Cinderella story is over. throws a pick, and the 49ers get the win and are still in the race for the number one seed in the NFC if the Eagles lose. Actually, the the 49ers are one up over uh, the Cowboys, so they're second in line.
1: Yeah, definitely. 49ers have uh, basically got that number one uh, seed locked up. I don't know who the Eagles play next week, but I'm assuming the Eagles are going to lose. But maybe we have to check on who they play. Giants. Oh, fascinating! And the Giants have their seed solidified. Giants have nothing to play for, I believe. I believe that's right. I believe mm-hmm. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure that's right. So
0: it's you, loyal listeners, and and clearly us too. Like we're going to have to look into that and pay attention because that may make or break how
1: you know these teams try. Yeah. Yeah, big time. If I had to guess, I would say the Giants lay down, don't want any injuries, especially because they have a history of injuries on that team. Therefore, the Eagles do win and the Eagles get the one seed. Either way, like you said, I just think, you know, Stidham, uh formerly under uh Belichick tutelage obviously has uh a lot of game. And, you know, as far as the 49ers, you know, but we've talked about this before. When you have a when you have a backup quarterback that has a lot of game, the opposing team has no film on him. It's very difficult to prepare for someone you have no film on. That's what I chalk it up to. And uh, I don't know. Either way, 49ers get the win. So it's like poor Raiders fans, dude. It's just like, man, talk about just being kicked in the abdomen time and time again. And Justin, like, yes, him. is going to be a future hero. Then he like throws a pick in overtime and you like still lose. Uh, hey, I think that's good for us though, man. We want to try to go to the Chiefs game in week 18. That definitely uh, lowered the, the ticket prices a couple basis points right there. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Raiders officially eliminated for the year. Yeah, speaking of quarterbacks, I did hear—you know—clearly they're going to be looking to shop Derek Carr. What about? What do you think about this, man? Money Mike, Derek Carr to the Jets?
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, he'll—he'll he'll be really bad wherever he goes. So I hope oh, that he no. does. I hope that he does go to the Jets so that we can once again bet against the Jets all year long. Okay, here's another question for you. You can only
0: pick one quarterback. Uh Daniel Jones or Derek Carr. Who are you taking? Danny
1: J all the way. Wow. Dude, Derek Carr is come on, man. Did you watch any of the Raiders games this year?
0: Yeah, I think that I think that Derek Carr's got a lot of potential and uh just needs a good oh, coaching. You, oh, you think that Derek Carr has a lot of
1: potential? Oh hey, hi Brent. Um twenty uh twenty seventeen called. They want their <laughs> they want their take back. <laughs> Derek Carr had a lot of potential in 2017, man. It's 2023, dude. The ship has sailed. He's really bad. He'll always be bad. It's over. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I'm just, you know, new year, new me. I'm just seeing seeing the
0: bright side, seeing the silver lining. Oh,
1: kudos, the, dude. The
0: optimism. Kudos. But kudos. Anyway, you, you, know, you want to know what had no optimism and I was not seeing the bright side? It's the effing Vikings, dude. These mother oh, effers. Dude, talk about laying down. And wow. they start off with like a block punt of the Packers had the ball at the three yard line. You can't punch it in from the three. They're up three nothing. Okay, fine. They got to kick a field goal. Boom. Kickoff. Packers run it back to the house. Then boom. Pick six. This game, like the the, the what what the heck happened, man? Like Jay uh, Justin Jefferson held to one catch for 15 yards. Um, like Jair Alexander was like doing the gritty like all over Justin Jefferson. Um, uh, what happened? Uh, I believe he had three interceptions and either one or two lost fumbles. But Kirk Cousins did not look good. I feel like the, like, the Vikings, like they're essentially eliminated. Like their season is over. I realize that they will do. They'll play a playoff game and it'll be the whole dog and pony show. They'll fill the stands. It'll be a home game, but
1: they're not going to win. They suck. It's like, it's like what I said about the Dolphins. They will lose all of the rest of their games yes. this season. Yeah, I can't. I just can't even. So let me ask you this. I mean, okay, enough said on the Vikings. Like, they suck. They've sucked all year. They've been historically bad. I saw, like, a great little meme of uh, the score of this game right above the definition of fraud. <laughs> you know, it's uh, like they've been frauds all year. No surprise. They suck. They're, they're not going anywhere in the playoffs. So my question for you is, are the Packers all of a sudden real deal? Are they peaking? Are they are they doing the classic end of year peak? Well, I guess we'll know next week when they play the Lions. That's when we'll know. But what's your what's your take on it right now?
0: Um dude, I'm like I have trouble like thinking logically to answer that question just because like my eyes are so red, I am just so <laughs> pissed off. Dude, I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers, dude. He's a little like I don't even know what the right word is. Like the post-game interview, it's like uh a punchable, we, we, the we word is for. punchable.
1: Like no one's ever oh, been dude, punchable. Just like, and I used <laughs>
0: to like Aaron Rodgers, dude. But like now, dude, I just want to throw my fist through his nose, dude. Oh my god, dude, that cost me. That game cost me so much money. Mm. Um, it's for seventeen to forty-one, but there were two garbage-time touchdowns. Like Packers scored however much they wanted, and the Vikings like never found the end zone. This is one of the most like potent offenses in the league. So I guess roundabout way to try and answer your question, I just. They have, the Packers have been winning on good all-around football, good defense, good special teams, and a good offense that has not had to rely on the two-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. Aaron Rodgers has not been popping off. I heard a stat. He's like the 24th best quarterback in the last four games, which is like their four or five-game win streak. He only, and had that's
1: 159, how- he only had 159 passing yards in this game, 15 for 24, 159, one touchdown. Well, that's not a I don't great know, and This
0: dude's sitting behind the podium, like answering questions like he's going for a third MVP. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. dude, like you're you're not you're you're good, right? Like you're a great quarterback and you're playing well, but like you are not the reason why the Packers are now in control of their destiny here. So I think it's gonna be a great matchup versus the Lions. Um and we're gonna have to talk about it. I'm not sure. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. Completely befuddled or whatever. You know, just totally don't know what to make of it. I if if it gunned to my head and you forced me to lean one way or the other, I think that I would lean towards a late season peak and followed by a win next week at the Lions, followed by some mild success in the playoffs. That would be gun to my head. Had to make a guess, but totally just don't know.
0: Dude, I just like had an epiphany. Like I would spite bet and bet the Lions, dude.
1: Like, mm-hmm.
0: We're going to have to talk this one out in Vegas over some cold brews, but I agree with um, that. dear Lord, let's just keep Aaron Rodgers out of playoffs. I'm sick of this man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not much to talk about in the Sunday night game. Chargers win 10 to 31. They already locked up a playoff spot. Um, and tonight we got Monday night football, the first meeting between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. And there's, they're still fighting for that number one spot. So
1: boy, this right here. I mean, obviously, you know, the chiefs would have to be involved to say that it's like the, the regular season super bowl but like you're not going to get for this late in the season you're not going to get a more super bowl-esque regular game this late in the season than this one prime time monday dude this is going to set some records for like most viewed like everyone is so bummed that the holidays are over they like hated this first monday back at work they just got to watch some football best game dude i'm so pumped for this one yeah who you got who you got oh man I'm Well, I'm a very small. I'm like two two confidence points on the Bills. Um, I just don't know. So a gun to my head, I'm leaning Bills. Dude, I think this is going to be and, a statement game. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. I know that you're heavy on the Bengals. The only reason I'm doing this, and this is like such a basic B take. This is like probably how everyone's taking it. This is how Vegas is about to clean up. But just that um, the Bengals, you know, we know there's been some offensive line problems here and there, most in the beginning of the season. But then they just lost that dude. I don't even know who it was. Left tackle. Lyle Collins. Like, yeah. He's like the best left tackle, you know, in the Milky way. And he just got injured and they lost him. So I don't know. That's, that's just like a, I think that the bills are going to be able to get to Joe Burrow. So I don't know. We'll see, man. It's going to be so good. So
0: this pod's coming out, you know, Monday, clearly either during or after the, uh, the game. So not much value from like, Hey, like little listeners be able to take this pick and bet with it. But, I think that tonight is so this this could become a really cold take, like really quickly. But I think it's going to be a statement game that, uh, you know, the Bengals are going to be really elevated to that 1A, 1B, 1C right there with the uh, Bills and the Chiefs when they when they beat the uh, when they beat the Bills tonight.
1: So I nice. love it, dude.
0: I'm calling my shots, dude. 2023 is here and I'm calling my shots. OK. All right. Mad Money Mike, let's talk. A couple things from the injuries. Joey Bosa, I think we talked about this last time, uh, linebacker for the Chargers. He's returning a 21-day window to practice just opened up. So, dude, the Chargers are secretly spicy. I placed like a 25-1 to 1 on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Just, uh, you know, I'll look to hedge out of it
1: as we go. But, yeah, yeah that's, a it's be- that's a real good one because I'm telling you right now, man, we know – what defensive players like that can do. They can literally change an entire game. Look what TJ Watts done with the Steelers. Look at what Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah has done with blah, blah, blah. Like he's one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Love that blah,
0: blah, blah guy. Uh, Yeah, most teams are like getting more hurt, right? Like particularly the Eagles comes to mind. Meanwhile, like the Chargers are like secretly getting more healthy in like key positions. So um, also Debo's practicing. He'll likely be back for the playoffs. Uh, for those 49ers, man, they play hard. Um, and then some things that you want to loyal listeners and of course us to, we'll need to keep tabs on. Is like, is Jalen Hurst going to play? What's the whole deal with the Giants? Uh, what's up with Lamar Jackson? Is he going to play? And then of course, what's up with the Dolphins and Tua and Teddy? So, um, another interesting stat I saw is that t- uh, Tom Brady, he has played in the NFL for half of his life. He's like 45 years old, and he was drafted when he was like 22 years and eight months. And he's played in the NFL for 22 years and eight months. So just roll that around in your knocker. I think that's taking a phrase uh, from you, Mad Money Mike. But
1: that's effing wild, dude. That's effing wild. That is effing wild, man. I mean, no matter what you say about him being a diva and everything else, we'll never see anything like this again. Like we're living a a one-time only kind of thing. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. To be honest, like he has earned so much money. But then when you throw in the fact that like he got divorced, so like there went half. And then I think he was like a big investor in like FTX and like Sam yeah. Bankman. Freud just took all your money. Uh, maybe that's why he's still playing, dude. Like he's still for, needs sure. To- for sure, dude. <laughs> uh, how's that crypto? How's that wallet doing, bro? Um we got two Saturday games and I think uh, let me check the let me check the rundown. Do, do 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 yeah. Um I we already went through the playoff scenarios during the recap. Mad Money Mike. Do you want me to run through it one more time, or do you want to just get right into week 18 uh, preview? Um, I'm ready to just jump right in. Your call. Your call, Big Web Brent. Okay. Yeah. Loyal listeners, you've been listening to the pod. If you want to hear the rundown again, just listen again. Um, Let's get straight into it. I know that we have two Saturday football games, the early window, Kansas City Chiefs Heading into the Las Vegas Raiders. We mentioned the Yeah, I'll go over them as we as we go through the you know, each of the games. Yeah. I'll, I'll refresh our memories. Like I said, the Chiefs, they need to keep winning and they need a loss from the Bills to get the number one seed. So they're still playing for something. They play on Saturday in Las Vegas. We're going to that game. The Raiders are currently nine-point underdogs. Jared Stidham is at the helm. Raiders are eliminated. Mad Money Mike over-under is 52 and a half. The Chiefs, we've been talking about this. The Chiefs haven't covered a spread since, you know, we just turned 2023, since 1993. So nine points is just too many for me. Um, I'll be at, We'll be at this game, a home game for the Raiders. I'll be cheering on the Raiders with those nine points.
1: And I'll be with you, dude. We're going to put a sizable bet down just enough to make us like really – we're going to be in the stands with like heart racing. I don't want to go into this game like some regular Joe. I want to go into it knowing that if I lose – my family will be eating like rice cakes for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? Let's go big on the Raiders. hey yo. Yeah.
0: Right now, the tracker, how much How much is the trade? It's like 1,600 bucks, 1,700 bucks. This will be one leg oh, of thanks, that Thanks a lot for
1: announcing to the loyal listeners how big of a loser I am, dude. And that's that's not even just one big bet. That's me losing like 40 different bets to Brett throughout the year. <laughs> oh,
0: dude. It all started when I got the Rams 6-1 to one last year, and they won the Super Bowl. And, I never look back, dude. I've been taking your money for a year now.
1: I mean, are we suckers? Are we suckers on this Raiders one, though? Because the way that I see this is Chiefs, they've been playing all their games tight. It's the last game of the year. They're not going to want to get injured. Raiders, on the other hand, have nothing to play for. They're angry. They've got Stidham. We just saw what Stidham just did at the 49ers and how he compliments the run game. I mean, everything is like, oh, no, duh, Raiders nine or nine and a half. So like almost I'm like, wait a minute. Does that make us suckers. It doesn't matter. We're betting the Raiders regardless. But I am worried that maybe we're suckers on this. I don't know.
0: I could tell you right now, like suckers or not, like the Raiders are going on that bet ticket. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then in the Saturday evening game, the Tennessee Titans heading into Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars. This is for the AFC. I think it's AFC South, right? Um, AFC South division title. Uh, Win and you're in. uh, Lose. And if you're the Jags, you need a boatload of help um titans on the road are underdogs by six and a half points now remember their quarterback is either is malik willis um and you got queen henry who is uh you know hopefully got not so much butter on his hands and you know, maybe he'll be able to hold so on gloves. to it but
1: the queen wears silk gloves <laughs> Oops, slippy, and slipped again
0: uh i can tell you right now i like the titans plus six and a half um They're on like a sick, like five or six or seven game losing streak. I think both against the spread and just straight up. So I think they're going to rebound. I think too much of the public is going to be on
1: the Jags. And this is just a little bit of an anti-bet here. What do you think, Matt Money Mike? Yeah, It is a playoff game. So don't bet it like it's a regular season game. This 1000% is the playoff game. This is our first playoff game of the year because it comes on Saturday. Chiefs Raiders don't matter. This one does. This is the first playoff game of the year so that makes it awesome and that resets everything that resets the way the teams play uh but now with that being said man the whole Malik Willis thing is a big question mark for me so uh you know it's a little bit of a buyer beware but gun to my head man I'm going to take the jags just cuz of how you know strong they're playing but like you said the public's going to be all over the jags you know so that makes me the sucker but dude Malik Willis does not look great and he has no playoff experience uh so Oh, I'm having a tough time with this one, but this is the gun ahead segment. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, Jags six and a half and uh, take it to the tracker if you want. Hey, yo. Oh, no, we won't. Right, we'll,
0: we won't yeah, take it. We don't tr- need a tracker. Between, you
1: know. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, because we'll be in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. All right. Heading into the Sunday slate, uh, the first game, we're going to talk about Detroit Lions heading into Lambeau, taking on the Packers. Packers need to win, and they're in. If the Lions win, they need the Seahawks to lose, and they are in. Right now, Packers at home, favored by four and a half. And I can tell you right now, I think the hype on the Packers is just going to be way too much. And also, like I said, I don't like Aaron Rodgers right now. So I'm going to roll with uh, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, and the Lions, which when I say that out loud, I already regret it. But give me the four and a half and the Lions. Where do you stand, Mike?
1: Yeah, I mean, essentially, this is kind of a playoff game as well. I mean, both of these teams, I think, need other things to happen, or at least the Lions do. Packers win and they're in. Lions win, they need some other things to happen. Seahawks to lose yeah so I don't know I guess in a way that's a playoff game but anyways the thing that worries me is Dan Campbell and his lack of experience in playoff game situations now Jared Goff's got a Super Bowl ring don't ever forget that I feel like for a couple of years now I've been on Jared Goff and uh, or no he doesn't have a ring but he went to the Super Bowl uh, but anyway so he's got a he's got a conference championship ring so you know he's got he's got the experience um but you know only one player's experience you know they're a young team a lot of the players on the teams aren't going to have that uh clutch playoff experience golf does dan campbell doesn't a little bit of cancel out there that's kind of the part that worries me a little bit there but um i don't know man this is really really close one so with that being said four and a half is too much i'm with you on the lions let's go nice all right (laughs) we're going
0: to skip over cowboys commanders um Rams, Seahawks, we're going to skip that one, too. Seahawks do need to win. Cardinals, 49ers, not much to talk about there. Giants, Eagles. Eagles are favored by 14, so does not look like uh, the Giants are going to be trying. Chargers, Broncos doesn't mean much. Panthers, Saints does not mean much. Bucks, Falcons doesn't mean much, all because the Bucks won yesterday, so the NFC South is locked up. Let's talk Patriots, Bills. We, like we said, the Bills are playing tonight. The Bills need to keep winning, and the Patriots have to win to get in. right now on the road in Buffalo, Patriots are underdogs by seven and a half. And I got to tell you, I don't. Yeah, the the Bills haven't been covering spreads too much lately either. Seven and a half is a lot, but I've seen the I've seen the dark side of two face Mac Jones. And uh, I can't look back. Um, I don't know that that's just a big number. Mad Money,
1: Mike, you got it. You got any early leans on this one? No, I don't know, man. Like you said, it is a big number. And again, there's just stuff that we don't know about, you know, what the Bills teams do if you get injured in the last game of the regular season do you really think it matters if you're a one seed or a three seed or a five seed or anything it doesn't even matter if you're the last seventh seed if you get injured if someone gets injured in the last game of the regular season then none of it matters doesn't matter what seed you are so i always i don't know man we're gonna need to like have like a notebook and write some of this stuff down because i'm like trying to remember what did teams do in years past when it didn't really matter blah 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 and what did they do how they play i don't know so really tough here man um i will tell you this is that i think the way that bill belichick is and et cetera, et cetera, is that he'll probably be really trying to motivate his team to play spoiler to go out with a bang to play all four quarters to probably even play dirty he's going to be grumpy old salty man from having a crap year so he's going to want an exclamation point on his year so for all those reasons, give me the Patriots to cover. I don't think they win, but I can see them covering seven and a half.
0: Man, buddy, Mike, I'm like really glad you mentioned that. I, I had totally forgot to bring it up. I did some research on uh, last year, particularly because um, we were in Vegas last year. Right. So we bet on all these games as well. And underdogs went 11 and five. Uh, Underdogs went 10 and six against the spread and the overs went 11 and five. So Whoa. we're going to be oh, no. we're going to be. We're going to be pounding overs and pounding underdogs, and that lines up with what you're saying right here. The Bills don't really cover too much.
1: Pats plus seven and a half. Let's roll with the Pats. Dude, nice. Nice statistics from Big Bet Bren right there. I think I speak for all loyal listeners when I say we appreciate you. And we're going to be cashing in courtesy of the Vegas
0: books on those Nuggets. <laughs> all right, uh, Brown Steelers. Steelers need to win and need losses from the Patriots. And from the Dolphins, uh, right now Steelers at home are three-point favorites versus the Browns. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just riding with the Steelers. They've been making me money. They they won my lock of the week this past week. Um, they don't score a lot of points, though. Uh, three is quite a bit. I'll probably just end up taking them again uh, on the money line at minus 150. man Mike, you riding with the uh, Steeler
1: Nation with me here? I have to, man. I have to. I mean, it's probably going to be one of those things where, like, they burned me twice. So I'll be like, oh, now I'll ride with them. And then they'll burn me the other direction. But yeah, man, dude, the Browns suck and they're playing TJ Watt, man. TJ Watt, man. TJ Watt, man. Hey, did I mention TJ Watt, man? Give me the Steelers. Yeah. Also, like, I will not allow you to bet money on a team that has Deshaun Watson. So I would never. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, all these games are at noon on Sunday. Wow. No, no, they're gonna they're gonna flex one. There there's gonna be a night game or an afternoon game. I guess they just haven't determined it yet. Um, that's interesting. Right now they're all saying at noon. So, okay. Yeah, show, I'm
1: all I'm showing TBD for every Sunday game. So I don't know what that's about every single one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, let's take a look. We got the Jets and the Dolphins. The Jets are not playing for anything. The Dolphins with Tua 8.0 are just trying to get in. They need to win and they need the Pats to lose. Dolphins at home are only favored by two and a half versus a re both of these teams are reeling. Um boy, it's really tough to get a read on this one. I actually kinda like the Jets here, kind of going with that theme of underdogs. Um in the over under 39 and a half. I'll, I'll probably ride with the Jets and with the over. Money Mike, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Weird uh, you know, we, we we talked about it before. I it's I I don't know what to make of it, man. Do we know who's gonna be playing for the Dolphins? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, so whole, that's a, that's a good point. And also, aren't the Dolphins win? It's this is a playoff game for them, right? Win, win and get in. Lose and you're done.
0: They have to win, and the Pats have to lose. Which oh. it looks like they will. Man, the Pats are playing the Bills.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't know if the Bills are going to roll over. You know, Bills, have, Bills, Bills need that number one seed. Okay. I, they they see most
0: NFL teams see differently than you. Which I don't dis—I don't disagree with your take. I think it's a good one,
1: but yeah. they really value that buy. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, man. Well, in that case, it's it's at home. It's a home Dolphins game. Obviously, it must not be Tua. It's only the spread's only two and a half. So yes. if that if that means on a neutral field, Jets are favored by half a point. um So therefore, oh god, as much as I hate it, man, I guess give me the Jets. Because someone's going to be playing for the Dolphins, and we don't know who that someone is. So, yeah, give me the Jets. I like it. All right. Last one I see here is – Real quick, on that note, Dolphins, I had saw a lot of people, including Robert Griffin the Turd and his injury history and blah, blah, blah. A lot of of folks said, like, it does not matter. Like, you have to shut Tua down for the season. Like, now with all these concussions, like, it's over. You have to shut them down. Do you agree? Or do you think if they win this game – they make it to the playoffs. He clears protocol If they go play him again in the playoffs.
0: Dude, here's where, like, I just want to leave it up to the doctors. Like, there yeah, are people support. that study yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. We don't know. People that yeah. do this for a living. Like, all they study is the brain, CTE, da-da-da. Like, whatever they say yeah. is what should happen. Because, like, they're going to, yeah, they'll have the best perspective. Of course, like, of course, life is bigger than football, right? So, like, from that standpoint, conservative me, of course, sit out. But if the doctors like if all the doctors like, nah, he'll be fine, um, then okay, yeah, don't you want to go in the playoffs? Go ahead and play.
1: So. Yeah.
0: All right, Mad Money Mike, this is gonna bring us to our signature segment, locks of the week okay. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you the next three people I ask, two of them will say that it looks like sugar rush. Right? Ryan. How much? Hundred dollars. Two
1: hundred dollars. Thousand. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. <laughs> right now you
0: are nine and nine. We both hit. We both hit last week. Um, you hit with the Jet, uh, the Seahawks. I hit with the Steelers. You are nine and nine. I am eight and nine. But Daniel Jones will have to throw for like 350 yards in a game he may not even be playing in. So I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm all but nine and nine right now. so, oh, so
1: you see. made? I remember what happened. Now the reason why I'm one game ahead of you is because the NFL hadn't started yet. I made that bet on the Seminoles. That hit, and you at that time took Daniel Jones for the season. Love it, dude. That's nice and spicy. Yeah, that's good to go. He's not throwing for 350. I don't even think cool. he's going to play, but. Um, Yeah, that brings us to uh, our wow. So this is the uh, determining. We both essentially came down to the wire, nine and nine. This lock of the week we're about to make is going to determine whether or not we finish up for the season or down for the season, dude. That is a lot of pressure. I think we're going to keep doing this
0: through the playoffs. So, oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the regular season, yes, but uh, we'll keep doing it through the postseason. So I think you know we still got like four more weeks after this. So anyway, Mad Money, Mike, locks of the week a lot a lot of games a lot of digest do you have one ready for us or how do you want to roll here
1: yeah yeah a lot of a uh, lot of games lot going on i am going to roll with a team that is playing at home and has been the hot hand and they're going up against a team that has a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball and even though that other team has a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball they have a star player but I don't think that star player is going to be able to help that team cover the spread. And therefore without further ado, Mad Money Mike is taking the Jaguars. Let's go. Jags at at home home. versus Titans, right? Yeah. Jags at home minus six and a half against the Titans pulling away in an easy one to uh, secure their trip to the playoffs. I think Jags win so big here that, uh, Old uh, old Sunshine doesn't even play half the fourth quarter. That's my prediction. Old Sunshine. Is that Derrick Henry, or who is that? Uh, you never saw the movie Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Pretty boy.
0: Okay. All right. I am riding with the Las Vegas Raiders, getting a solid nine versus the Chiefs, who, like I said, haven't covered a spread since 93. This is going to bring me back to nine and nine. Daniel Jones is going to hit is under that's going to double bump me to ten and nine. I'll be back in the positives for the first time since week six, episode number six. So looking forward to that. Memory Mike, it's time for our closeout segment, Diaper Dad
1: Diaries. You want to kick us off? All right. So uh, just what I've got, uh, what I've got here for Diaper Dad Diaries is um, we have uh taking a real liking to Dr. Seuss books all of a sudden out of nowhere. And uh the cat in the hat in particular well, the never so Dad Diaries about the Cat in the Hat is that Valley can now she has the first two pages memorized. So that's like I don't know, it's like, you know, it's like 20 something different lines. And she just like rattles it off. It's the cutest thing. I got a couple videos, man. I'll send them to you. But uh, but she's got them good enough now that like we went out, we met some friends for like New Year's Eve and we're already doing the like you want to do the cat in the hat. And she's like doing it in front of other people. So like she's already like putting on a little show. She like does it. And then she like she's all like lit up and then like everybody claps. And she's like, you know, it's like the early version of like little showgirl uh, or, you know, show tunes or or whatever, you know, she's putting on a little show. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just wild, dude. I don't even know. I mean Dude, that's, that's uh, freaking
0: awesome the fact that like she doesn't have any uh you know like she's not scared of like talking in front of strangers or something that that's actually like really good that's something it's that
1: it's new huh? it's new you know it's new we're only like just now cracking through that you know because like for a while you know she's been like a chatterbox for a while and that kind of stuff uh but you know you couldn't really get her to talk to people like now you like will ask her questions like in front of people like tell tell you know tell Brent blah blah, blah whatever and then you know, she's doing it now and stuff, but the cat and the hat thing is just wild, man. Cause like I said, it's like 20 something different lines. She just rattles them off, dude. And it's like sick. Oh uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's hard. You know, it's like one of those funny things where you really got to see it in person, man. It's hard. Like it doesn't necessarily come through with just me saying it, but anyways, man, it is what it is. I feel like it's a milestone, super cute. So uh, yeah, man, that's the old diaper dad diary. Awesome. Over here, uh, Chittum and Kramer just flew out to Turkey
0: on Saturday. So been bacheloring up a little bit, but over this past week, got a couple notes here. Kramer is bored of us, of uh, of me and shit. I'm like, there's a I play volleyball with with uh, my partner's name's Nate, and so you know, to Kramer's uncle Nate, and like Kramer loves Uncle Nate. I have no idea why, but just like over and over again, he's like, hey, where's Uncle Nate? I want to go see Uncle Nate. Like, let's hang out with Uncle Nate, just like all the time. it's Like Kramer, what about me? Like, don't you want to play with me or your mom? Um. And then the other day we're getting them ready for bed and uh, you know, the outfits they match, but you know, all right, I don't care. All right. So we put like a, you know, space planets on the top. And then the bottom was like sports and he was like, no, I can't wear this. Like, where's my matching bottoms? I was like, come on Kramer. I'm like who cares? Just go to bed. <laughs> um, and then we get the last ones. We got him a little, a little weed whacker. So a great gift from uh, the nanny. And it's like this little miniature weed whacker. Like you push a button and like it starts it. And then it's actually got like a trigger and then like it lights up and like it spins around like a weed whacker actually does. And he just, he loves like helping me with lawn work. All he wants to do is like, daddy, you can mow the lawn. Like, can I help with the weed whacker? So <laughs> we went outside and like, you know, in the winter, every once in a while, I like to go and, uh, you know, just crank all the lawn equipment, just to make sure that it still works. Uh, so we went outside and did that. And then like, you know, if fake, uh, did some weed whacking. And then Kramer got his out and helped me weed whack. So he, he loves doing it right now, but when it becomes a chore, I'm sure it'll get old quick for him.
1: So no, they, they they say that if you they say that if you just keep it going, like you'd be surprised at like how much kids love doing chores. You, the main thing is like, don't ever do a break. Don't ever give them like a period of time where they're not doing chores. You just keep it going from the time they're toddlers. Then they really will still like it. That's what I've read anyways, man. That's what my plan is. I can't yeah. tell if you're joking or if this is like, we, <laughs> so got we, Larry, up in Portland. we got Valley, we got Valley a little like what you're saying, but like a little fake uh, Dyson vacuum because i was biking and like i'm always like let's wipe up now she like gets the wipe and like wipes up the floor and stuff so that's my plan dude i'm gonna keep it going <laughs> oh it is great You're gonna save us on a housekeeper for sure hey those jam- that jammy story is hilarious dude because we do that like elena we had to have like a thing where elena's like never like you always have to do the laundry like never have mismatching jammies we have to have a pair <laughs> clean it all the time because the same thing happens she'd be like no Daddy, where are my mushroom pants Well, like, sweetie, we're doing a polar bear shirt or, you know, mushroom shirt and polar bear pants. And she's like, no. Like, so serious about matching jammies in our house as well, dude. So that one really hits home. (laughs) It's a big deal for some reason, dude. I don't know why.
0: All right, Mad Money Mike, season three, episode number 19. I think we hit the entire rundown. Now, of course, a note here. We are going to be in Vegas this weekend. So next week's pod, probably going to be a little bit late, but this will hopefully tide you over. Mad Money Mike. Great doing the pod. How do you want to close this out?
1: Yeah, as always, Big Bet Brent, appreciate you. Appreciate our loyal listeners. You know, loyal listeners, really uh really appreciate all of the uh, loyal listener emails that you sent to us. It's a podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for a wonderful year in that category and all the tweets at It's a Lock Podcast. It was too many to read. I'm sure you know that. Uh, if you feel like sending this more, uh, you know, roll the tape. I just gave you the addresses. We'd love to hear more from you. And, yeah, coming to you uh, next week from Vegas. Uh, Looking forward to it. I don't know, man. Nothing else to say. We're here. We're knocking on the doorstep. Postseason is coming. You know, just get ready to stack some ched, dude. Let's go. Nice. could not have said it better myself. Mad Money Mike, that is
0: going to do it for episode number 19 of season 3 of It's a Lock Podcast. It's a lock. Peace. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.